everyone. My name is Julie Jordan O'Brien. I am working as an advanced nurse practitioner in plastic surgery at Beaumont Hospital in Ireland. This is an emergency episode of the Yuma podcast on wound care essentials during COVID-19. In a time with reduced services in many wound care clinics, many chronic patients would rely on home care. With this short episode on wound care essentials, we would like to help all healthcare professionals that might see chronic wounds in the next few weeks in the home care setting. This episode might be especially helpful to those who are not specialized in wound care. Many patients are frightened that they may become infected with COVID-19 and therefore may not allow the nurse into their homes. It may be possible for them to administer self-care. Please ensure patients understand hand washing, have dressings and packs available to them in their homes. All self-care should be documented and it should be noted that it is due to COVID-19. An emergency number for the local public health centre should be provided in the case of infection or support needed. Wounds could be monitored remotely if access to a smartphone or computer is available and reassurance can be given. If you need to change the dressing in a chronic wound patient, please keep in mind the following steps. Manage pain. Remember that the dressing might be painful experience for the chronic wound patient. To minimize pain during dressing change, thoroughly soak the dressing before you remove it. Make sure the patient has had adequate analgesia. Use the right dressing for the right stage of wound healing. For example, if you're using a non-adherent primary dressing for simple granulating or epithelializing wounds, or indeed if you need to use a supra-absorbent dressing if there is a large amount of exudate. Try to select pain-reducing dressings such as silicones or foams. If there's a cavity present, please avoid using aggressive packing, drying the wound bed, or avoid contamination and pain of the wound edges, which may cause pain to the patient. When cleansing the wound, you should do this when the dressing is changed, so you can use potable tap water for chronic wounds in adults if normal saline or other cleansing solutions are unavailable. You can sit the patient down on a chair over a shower tray, hose the limb if possible, especially if the ulcer is extensive or circumferential to remove dry scaly skin and odorous exudate. Debridement may be necessary in some cases. You might need to debride where there is a buildup of necrotic tissue, callus, slough or other non-viable tissue in the wound. Careful assessment of your patient, the wound, the peri-wound skin is essential before you're taking the decision to debride any wound. Check for pulses to ensure an adequate blood flow. Choose the method of debridement depending on the status of the wound, your capabilities and the overall condition of the patient. If it is safe to remove dead tissue, you can use simple methods such as hydrogels and hydrocolloids, which will loosen and soften dead tissue, allowing for pain-free removal. Wound dressings then. Once the wound has been cleaned, you can apply the dressing. Use dressings that maintain a moist wound healing environment, Select a dressing that fits the size of the wound, stays in place, can absorb exudate, minimize shear and friction, and does not cause any additional tissue damage. If possible, leave the dressing in place and change infrequently to minimize infection. However, there may be exceptions. For example, when a wound is infected and might need more frequent dressing. Dressings should be changed if it is clear they cannot soak up any more secretion, if they slip out of place, 
if they leak fluid out of the bandage. But dressings include non-adherin simple dressings, foams, silicones, antibacterial dressings, for example, which will reduce bio-burden at the wound bed. It's important to have careful assessment, establish a goal of what you are trying to achieve, which will assist in the decision-making of which dressing is most suitable. For example, using an antibacterial dressing under compression may reduce bacteria, odor, and exudate so that longer wear time is possible. I hope this information might be helpful to you. If you want to learn more, you can enroll for free in the UMass Basic Wound Management e-learning course. This will give you an easy to follow introduction into basic wound management. You have been listening to a Yuma podcast on wound care essentials during COVID-19. If you want to learn more about Yuma's activities, you can visit our website on www.ewma.org or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram at Yuma Wound. Yuma is organizing every year the biggest wound management conference in Europe. The next Yuma conference will be held in London on the 18th to the 20th of November 2020. Please save the state. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.